0: This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. William Hernandez, born on September 2nd, 1995, was drafted by the New York Football Giants in the second round of the 2018 draft. And after an impressive rookie season where he solidified himself as a stellar guard in the National Football League, He looks to continue his progression and be a part of an offensive line group that restores Hog Molly Giants football. This is Previewing the Giants. David, how are you doing today? Justin, I am good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. Would you like to tell the good people of the universe, what exactly we are doing here during this previewing the Giants miniseries.
1: We are here, well, today we're here to uh, to preview Will Hernandez. Basically, what we're trying to do here is um, give you, the listener, a little bit of an uh, introduction or a refresher prediction on, on, on one specific player for the Giants. We're, we're trying to do, uh, what's the total number, Justin? How many are we doing?
0: A lot. Any a lot any significant Giants player significant on, this, ro- Giants on player. this roster. We are we are previewing them.
1: Yeah, just trying to get you some information on that player, uh predictions for the upcoming season, analysis of the previous season, uh, or seasons before that, uh, depending on the player. Um, just trying to get you up to speed with uh this Giants team and what they look like.
0: Yes, yeah, so basically every single day, Monday through Saturday, we are bringing you bleeding blue content. Once a week, we will bring you regular episodes, but then the other five days of the week that we are releasing episodes, it's going to be previewing the Giants. So we hope that you enjoy. We hope that you consider leaving a five-star rating on the Apple Podcast app. But David, let's get to William Hernandez. Will Hernandez went to Chaparral High School in Paradise, Nevada. I did not know that was a place in Nevada. I love the name of that city.
1: I guarantee you there's more than one
0: paradise. In I don't, the, in but the I mean, States. is the United States paradise? That was a bad joke. That was rough. That was a bad joke. I was just looking for an excuse to use the, uh, to use the I soundboard. I was well aware. Okay. Yeah. So we went to, uh, Chaparral High School in Paradise, Nevada, the same high school of Brandon Flowers, singer of the Killers. David, do you know any of the Killers' music?
1: Uh, is the Killers, um... I know I know one killer song and it's because it was on Rock Band. Um, oh. Uh, do you know any anything No, about I a don't. Killer? I was I was hoping you would. I'll I'll look into it. Keep going.
0: Okay. And then also, I am more familiar with this, but listen to and listen to this name. Ginger Fish who was the drummer for Marilyn Manson. And now David, do you know who Marilyn Manson is? I do. Is? Freaky guy freaky guy you want me to sing some Marilyn manson uh
1: i'm gonna say no but you're gonna do it anyway so go ahead i'm gonna
0: do it anyway the beautiful people the beautiful people that's how it goes look up the song the beautiful people it goes exactly like that we need to get that, that
1: last part or maybe that entire thing is a soundbite that beautiful
0: people, the beautiful people. Like that
1: beautiful <laughs> like
0: nice <laughs> that's how it sounds so marilyn manson freaky guy but will hernandez not a freaky guy however this is actually a freaky story i came up i came across this during the uh, during the the spring the spring workouts and the early summer workouts where him and john jalapia were posing with shirts that said like strength cartel and i looked up what strength cartel was and like what kind of shirts they were wearing so it turns out that those tank tops that they were wearing it's a gym and the address of that gym, I forget if it's in California or Florida, either uh, polar opposites of the end of the country. But the address of this strength cartel gym was one most hated drive. Gotta love it. I <laughs> appreciate that.
1: That's a that's a very offensive lineman thing to do.
0: Yeah. So they're I guess they're a part of the strength cartel. And the Twitter page was at, I haven't checked on this. I should have. But at the time that I was doing, we were doing the Bleeding Blue episode. The Instagram, the Twitter page was taken down. It was suspended. (laughs) So it's like, oh, whatever, whatever reason.
1: By the way, before any of our uh, listeners decide they want to write on as a comment or review that we're idiots and we don't know who the killers are, the killers sing Mr. Brightside.
0: All right. So you did look it up. You redeemed yourself.
1: I redeemed myself.
0: And I knew that I just couldn't remember the name. Now we already know I'm an idiot, and we already know that you that you were the smart guy out of the two of us. So you you did redeem yep. yourself. I'm okay to I'm okay that I don't know because, like I said, I'm an idiot. You
1: you are an idiot, and and you know all I can ask is that you're consistent, Justin, and you are nothing but consistently an idiot.
0: Amen. Yep. So after high school, Will Hernandez went to the University of Texas El Paso, and basically, uh, you know. Serious moment. It's been very touching to read um, how that community has touched him after last week's tragedy. There's been a lot of stories online that have been written, um, and basically, you know, he's looking for ways to give back to that community. So I wouldn't be surprised if during the season, if he's doing some kind of fundraiser or if he's doing some kind of community event, possibly maybe even during a bye week, um, during, you know, with that. El Paso community. So it's been awesome to read, you know, because he's like, I, you know, I basically grew up there. I became a man there during his college years. So he went to the University of Texas, El Paso, and At UTEP in 2016, his grade is the highest single season grade ever given to a guard in the pro football focus college era with a 95.2. In his senior year, he had a 94.3 pro football focus grade, the best in his draft class, and he had a 99.8 pass blocking efficiency grade. In 384 pass blocking snaps, he only allowed two pressures. In 2018, Hernandez started off very strong with a 79.3 grade through the first four weeks of the season, but began to struggle, particularly in the Atlanta game, where his experience was on full display. He was starting to get beat by NFL quality moves and the overall speed of the game, swim and rip moves off the line. And there were times where when he was moving to the secondary level during double teams, he would misjudge and take poor angles towards linebackers. And if you do want to break down his struggles last year, you know, his, his his minimal struggles from last year, it was exactly that, adjusting to the speed of the game and also getting acquainted with working with Nate Solder, who was also getting adjusted to a new offense himself, and also the, the revolving door of centers that we had last year. John Halapio, John Greco, Spencer Pulley, and all those guys. So you saw him getting more consistent. You saw him getting better when Spencer Pulley was there. You saw that at least through the first four games of the season where John Jalapio was there for two of those games, he almost had a pro football focus grade of 80. And then you saw in the middle when it was John Greco, which was bad, 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 he kind of struggled. So he wound up uh, finishing the season with a pro football focus grade of 65.8, eighth best among all guards, a 73.1 pass blocking grade, 12th best among guards, a run blocking grade of 60, 10th best, I know pro football, pro. Uh, I know pro football focus grades, usually they're on the lower scale for offensive guards. They're pretty tough on guards, but a 60 for run blocking, I did think that was a little low based off of the film and based off of the film study I've done this offseason. He ended eight of his 16 games with a pass blocking grade over 70. He allowed just 29 pressures from 664 pass blocking snaps on the year. More impressively, however, is the fact he committed all of two penalties on 1,027 offensive snaps last year. One false start, one holding penalty. He has both the mean streak and technique you want out of your starting lineman. And I'm sure he is going to learn a ton from Kevin Zeitler just by watching the way he works. So, David, that's some stats and basic info on Will Hernandez. Why don't you give us some of your thoughts on him and his rookie season as we move into our analysis portion. Well, to me the most
1: important part of his rookie season was the very last thing that you talked about. The two penalties and and even more importantly to me is the 1027 offensive snaps. He was healthy. This was a guy who who didn't go down at any point in the season, played all 16 games. For that's extremely important for a rookie, of course. It's extremely it's it's even more important for an offensive lineman, especially an offensive lineman that's trying to gel, trying to learn the game, get accustomed to the speed, like you were saying, that's something that he began struggling with towards the middle of the season, which, by the way, is weird. I, I find that really, really odd. Now, you made a point um, about how he, you know, for the first two games he was playing with Jalapio next to him, and it, and it started to tail off early middle part of the season, the second part of the season, you could call it. But I, I do find that very odd that he he started off strong, and then began to struggle because if I remember correctly, a lot of the offensive linemen, particularly Nate Solder, really struggled in the first half of the season and then really, really got better as the season wore on. So I think that's very interesting how how their play at times
0: went uh, opposite of each other. I have a theory on that. Go ahead. And my theory is it's the same thing at boxing where the new young kid that appears on the scene where there's not a lot of film on him, there's not that much of a scouting report on him, he may be a very strong, strong fighter. However, when there is a little bit of film on him, when people go and watch his fights, when people get his tendencies, those tendencies can be exposed and they can be, you know, exactly that. They can be exposed and they can be seen and they can be recognized. So I think Will Hernandez was kind of like this new kid on the scene who kind of came in from UTEP, which is a relatively small school, came in on the scene not a lot of people knew and knew a lot of stuff about him so i think maybe defensive line coaches started to look at giants film and be like hey you know why don't you really put a priority as a as a as an interior lineman start putting some moves on him start trying to use your speed you know don't necessarily just try to go strength for strength with them because you know 37 bench bench uh bench press reps at the scouting combine which i'm pretty sure was the highest of his draft class so don't go toe-to-toe with this guy but because of his inexperience if you put on some pass rushing moves against him i guarantee you that'll that'll work to get by him so i think once they discovered that film david maybe that was the that's that's at least my theory
1: that's a, that's a really good point the most encouraging thing there that you said was you can't go toe to toe with him. I think I think you made a I think you make a good point. I think you're right. I think I think that is probably what was going on with him. But you know what? Against a guy like Hernandez who who jumped onto the scene and clearly clearly has it, right? I mean, think about it. Hernandez was drafted um early early overall.
0: second round, very early second early round. Early
1: second round. Early second rounder. Now, to bring up a guy that Giants fans want to forget 100%. Eric Flowers, right, taking first first round. Uh, I, I want to say ninth overall, very
0: early. But also, David, I think I think the if you want to compare somebody, Eric Eric Flowers is you know an, an atrocious atrocious player. But I think somebody that you just want to compare it to is maybe even Justin Pugh. And it was to your point earlier about the difference between Justin Pugh and Will Hernandez is availability is the best ability. No, absolutely. My my. My only compar- the only
1: comparison I'm making between Hernandez and um, Flowers is it's very it's a very simple one. It's when you when you take a look at, at where they were drafted and Hernandez was drafted later than Flowers was, from day one, it was apparent that despite what they did in college, the second they stepped onto the football field in the Giants uniform, you can tell this guy has got it and one guy doesn't this guy is going to learn and as he learns he's going to get even better than he is today. Flowers was going to be nothing more than a project his entire career. Right. Right. That that was that's my only comparison. I'm I'm not at all saying that they're even remotely close. I think you're good. You you make a good point. Pews probably a closer a better comparison just based on uh, on talent coming in. But I think Hernandez was significantly better than Pew even coming in.
0: I don't know about that, but definitely the whole point of Dave Gettleman building the roster with availability is the best ability. Certainly, that's the distinction between the two players there.
1: Gettleman is clearly valuing very specific things. And one of them on the offensive line is availability. It's the guys who are going to play all the snaps, who are not going to be penalized. Guys who will be there and you can create a cohesive offensive line. Because it's, we have, it's the same deal with, with Kevin Zeitler in his penalties. Uh, I, the, the guy does not commit penalties. He had two holding calls last he, year. He doesn't miss games. He doesn't miss snaps. It's a common theme here, and I think it's fantastic. It's 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 a fantastic direction they're going in, because offensive line, the most important thing you and I have both talked about, and you know this very well. The most important thing is just playing together,
0: more and more and more. Right. I have played a little bit of offensive line in in my past. I'm no I'm no fo- I'm no football guru in in general. But one of the harder things about being an offensive lineman is not necessarily recognizing and reacting to what the defense is throwing at you, but reacting to it quickly and getting more and more reps will only make Will Hernandez better. The fact that he is already a top 10 graded guard in the league by Pro Football Focus and he will be playing next to Jalapio, which is he, he is already very close with. He's a strength cartel brother to uh, John Jalapio. And playing a second year with Nate Solder, it will only make Hernandez that much stronger. And we should see the types of mistakes that he made last year less and less because they weren't like, you look at Eric Flowers, you know, and the mistakes that he would make. And it's just, oh, this guy stinks. But the types of mistakes that Will Hernandez was making, it was, okay, this just looks like not getting not getting properly adjusted to the speed of the game or it was a mental error or it was taking a bad angle because also you see the great plays that he makes and that's an ultimate great reason for optimism rather than flowers he didn't really give you anything much of substance at all
1: no and and beyond the purely on the field you know how many how many pressures did he allow and and those kinds of things very simply I don't know this for a fact, but I would have to guess that Flowers averaged two penalties a game.
0: Right, right, and that was a that was a big thing on Twitter after I shared that fact about Zeitler about how oh he only allowed two holding calls in 2018. People were like, uh, Eric Flowers once had two holding calls on a single drive. or Eric Flowers once. <laughs> so that was uh, Twitter. Yeah, and me had more than the whole, two holding calls on a single it, drive. Twitter, uh, Twitter really ran with that, and that was a pretty fun moment. But uh, David, I want to, I want to, I want to end with the camp observation. Because we are pretty far into these uh, predicting the Giants episodes where we can give a camp observation and then also end off with predictions and then that'll be it. So what I've seen during training camp so far, and I've been to about three practices so far, all of them have been in pads. This year's first string offensive line is not just keeping a clean pocket for Eli Manning, but they're absolutely holding their own to the point where I've barely even seen a pocket that has been collapsing Obviously, quarterbacks can't get hit during training camp, but as a unit, we've been concerned with how the offensive line is going to gel, but it has been rare that I have seen a first-team rep from this offensive line group, and it has been rare that I've seen any of them break. Will Hernandez is definitely included in this, where the pocket hasn't even been collapsing in front of Eli Manning. So, Predictions. Eli Manning ranked 10th last year out of starting QBs in NFL's next-gen stats time-to-throw metric with 2.65 seconds. The quickest in the league were Big Ben and Derek Carr with 2.55 seconds. Now, for Will Hernandez, you know, we're not going to predict the amount of pancakes that he's going to have um, because it's kind of tough to predict those kind of number stats for Will Hernandez's 2019 season. But what I will say is that we will see that time increase, the the time-to-throw metric, we will see that time increase. Eli Manning will have more time to throw the ball, and that will show up in the advanced stats. Um, and also, another prediction for Will Hernandez this season, even though I'm on the record of saying how Pro Bowls are meaningless, Will Hernandez will be a Pro Bowl in 2019, but hopefully he's not actually participating in the Pro Bowl because the Giants will be preparing for a Super Bowl for the following week. I like it. Will Hernandez will also have a year where he is considered a top-five guard by Pro Football Focus. There's usually timid optimism with players like Marcus Golden and Cody Latimer. We're we're timid, we're excited for them, but we're timid. But Will Hernandez, the optimism for him is legit. So, David, give us your final predictions and then we will wrap up this previewing the Giants episode.
1: I completely agree with you. I I, I think I think Will Hernandez will easily this year declare himself the anchor of the offensive line. I think he will by the, by by years end be the best offensive lineman on the better team. Than Zeitler? Better than Better wow. I I I just I think the the sky is the limit for for Will Hernandez, especially after his first year, especially looking at how he 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 started off strong, took a lull and then really seemed to pick it up again and really seemed not just to play better but to learn. He began understanding what was happening in front of him a little bit more, as the year was going on. Um, I I I thought your camp observation was was a really uh, good point, point. and I look forward to seeing that. Hopefully, hopefully, a, a little bit of the of the offensive line is at least starting in in Thursday night's preseason game. We can actually see a little bit of that. Hopefully, that pocket, that clean pocket. But for Will Hernandez, I think he will he will he will clearly be the staple of the offensive line. I don't see why he can't be a Pro Bowler this year, but yeah, like you said, he, it's legit. the The optimism is real. He's by far the best player we've previewed so far. He has the highest ceiling out of any player we've we've previewed um, so even, far.
0: Even uh, we've more than Evan Ingram, huh?
1: More than Evan Ingram, absolutely. Wow. Right now, right now, there's no reason to believe that that anybody uh, on that so far on the list is, is any is better than Will Hernandez.
0: All right, so that will do it for this episode of Previewing the Giants. We hope you are enjoying this series. Tune in for our next episode. It probably will be tomorrow. I don't think this is going. you're listening to this on a Saturday, so tune in tomorrow. We will see you then. Keep on bleeding blue and David.
1: Uh, do me a favor and stay beautiful, all you people.